How's it going, everybody? Adrian here from The Gaming Observer, and welcome back to your daily news update for Wednesday, January the 27th. Hello, hello. I hope you're doing extremely well. Let's talk about some video games. Uh, first of all, I want to talk about IO Interactive. So these are the developers of Hitman. They're currently working on the next James Bond game. And some more details about the game's development has surfaced through a Danish publication called DR. So IO has reiterated that this is going to be a completely new James Bond story that has not been based on any of the films or actors. And they've also hinted that if, you know, things go well, they could potentially see a trilogy coming out of this project. Because, like I said, they're developing their own story, so they can do whatever they want with it. Now, what I found interesting is that apparently IO had been working on pitching a new 007 game for at least two years. They took a long time to prep for it, and they had to make the case to the CEO of the IP owner. Her name is Barbara Broccoli. So here's a quote from Video Games Chronicle. Quote, Broccoli had sworn that 007 would not appear in another video game because she did not feel like the previous games were quote-unquote worthy enough, and that it was quote, violence for the sake of violence. End quote. So, you know, they kind of had an uphill battle here, and evidently the, the experience that they had with Hitman and the passion that they have for the project came through, and it worked out. Now, in order to bring the game to life, the studio plans on doubling their employees from 200 to 400, which is just some crazy dramatic expansion for a game that is presumably coming out in, in a few years, right? At least three or four years. So hopefully they can make that happen effectively without overworking them, and I'm looking forward to it. Microsoft reported on their quarter two financials, and they made a lot of money. So this is the quarter that encapsulates the launch of the new consoles. So the gaming division increased 51% year over year. That's around $5 billion in revenue with a B. And of course, that was thanks to the console releases. Hardware was up 86%. But then they also have the continued success of things like the Game Pass. So in the follow-up conference call, they confirmed that they now have 18 million Game Pass subscribers. That is up uh, from 15 million last quarter and 10 million the quarter before. So, you know, that's a rate of around, like, 1 million people subscribing to the Game Pass every month, which is pretty good growth. And considering some of the major AAA games that are in the pipeline that's going to hit Game Pass on day one, you think about stuff like Halo Infinite, or they just acquired Bethesda, so any of the Elder Scrolls games, stuff like that, Starfield, uh, you can expect that number to grow a lot more. Xbox overall has around 100 million monthly active users. That includes mobile and PC. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got for you. Unfortunately, we're not ever going to know how much the Series X sold because they don't report those numbers anymore. But it is cool to know that their strategy is pretty much working out for them. Animal Crossing New Horizons is getting a whole bunch of new content. I figured you might be interested. So starting on January 28th, they're going to be starting the preparations for the Festival. I'm assuming that's how you pronounce it. It has an E on the end, uh, which is a carnival themed event. And, you know, the usual, you'll be able to buy new items, costumes, reactions, very vibrant colors. Uh, and then on February 15th, which is the day before Mardi Gras, the festival actually begins. And it's going to feature the return of an animal called Pave, who is a very colorful, vibrant peacock who has made appearances in previous games. So that's that. And then in March, they're going to have a Super Mario-themed update, which was first teased back in September. And I didn't know this, but apparently Mario items have been featured in all of the previous Animal Crossing games. And tradition is that it appears on March 10th, because, you know, M-A-R-1-0 looks like Mario, so March 10th, anyway. Then, at various points between January and March, we're also going to see content updates for Valentine's Day and the Lunar New Year, and they've also got some Amiibo cards, which will introduce uh, Hello Kitty crossovers. 
Lots of fun stuff. Okay, and then finally, we have confirmation that Daedalic Entertainment's Lord of the Rings Gollum has been delayed. So originally planned for 2021 this year, the game is now set for sometime next year. And on the same announcement, they also said that they're going to be published by Nason Entertainment, which is a name you might recognize because they're currently in a legal battle with Frogwares over their IP, The Sinking City. Hopefully they have a better, uh, better working relationship. And uh, by the way, expect to see a lot more delays this year of already announced games. We may have gotten into the swing of things now with the pandemic, at least, you know, the, the working offices have, but that's still offset a whole bunch of development by a long time. And we're going to find out about that over the course of the year. Anyway, folks, that's all of the news for today. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. I'm going to be back tomorrow with even more news. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. The TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. So, man, I'll tell you, I'm in I'm in a number of classes where I don't have to take notes, right? Actually, I think pretty much all of my classes do not require me to take notes just because of the nature of how the assignments work out. It's basically like you show up, you hear the common sense kind of lecture that they're going to give you, which is like, you know, once they give you the knowledge, it's stuck in your brain. It's not really anything you have to memorize. And then the assignments aren't like a quiz or anything like that. It's just a group project or tell me your thoughts about something we talked about in class or something like that. So it's fairly easy going. It also means that I have a pretty low attention span. If I were to just sit there and have it as the primary thing I was looking at, you know, like I've had lectures online last term that I would solely pay attention to what's going on in the lecture because I need to rigorously take notes. But if I don't have to take notes, then I tend to lose focus. And so what do I do instead? Well, I put a, I put a game on the, the primary screen, put the class off to the side, and I'm able to do both at once. But I'll tell you, it, gets, it literally gets to the point where I'm like struggling to find games to play because I can't just play Legends of Runeterra the whole time. I get a little bored because if I, you know, if I want to have a lot of fun with Runeterra, then you want to pay attention, right? There's a lot of complicated things going on in that game. Or I can just choose the deck that requires a minimal amount of thought, and then you just do the thing that you always do in every game. You know, that's what I've been doing most of the time. So then I moved over to Hades, which, don't get me wrong, is a lot of fun. But I ended up playing, like, I don't know, five runs in a row or something like that. I had a lot of classes. And by the end, you're like, okay, I get it. Like, (laughs) the game is fairly similar from run to run, at least in terms of, you know, enemies. And at a certain point, you've kind of seen what the game has to offer, and... Similar to other roguelikes, you're not really meant to just play it five times in a row in one session. Uh, I think most of the time you go for one or two. Anyway, so I played that. I put it down. Runeterra, put it down. Minecraft, put it down. Binding of Isaac, put it down. Like, I'm just playing through so many games right now. I wish there was something else I could do. Like, if I just pay attention to class, I'm going to fall asleep. But gaming is kind of the only other thing that can keep me occupied. Because it's also tough because you you want a game that isn't going to fully distract you from the class, right? Otherwise, what's the point of even going to the class? I can't just pull up Hitman or, uh, I don't know, some other complicated game, an MMO or something. Well, no, actually, an MMO would probably be a good idea. That's a lot of grinding. Maybe I should look into an MMO for the first time in my life. Ah, no, don't, don't get me started there. I have way too many other games to play than to lose my life in an MMO. Anyway, if you're a student, uh, maybe you can empathize with me. Are any of you in like high school or university or maybe did some online classes in the past where you have to go through this kind of thing? I would love to hear from you. Even if it's not video games, like like what did you do to occupy yourself if you're like me and you can't just fully dedicate yourself to 
to the class, you know, because I'll tell you those three hour lectures, they, they go long. Okay. Anyway, I've rambled enough. That'll be all for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Truly appreciate it. Uh, until next time. Farewell. <laughs>